You do not have to be fully self-realized, totally walking on water, Christ consciousness ignited, no religious implications. You do not have to be there to live deliberately, create consciously. Your thoughts are already becoming the things and events of your life. Jumbo fellow adventurer, it's Mike Dooley here to remind you of how powerful you are and how much you deserve by sharing spiritual tune-ups. These are live broadcasts Monday through Friday, each lasting 5 to 15 minutes where I answer viewers' questions, bringing lofty metaphysical concepts down to earth for your immediate traction. You were born to succeed. You are pushed on to greatness every single day. Your positive thoughts are at least 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. Jumbo fellow adventurers, happy Monday and ready for another spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley, and this week and next, I'm going to be doing my spiritual tune-ups based on my forthcoming latest book, The Complete Notes from the Universe. My new favorite book. It's the size of a Bible with 600 plus notes from the universe, uh, but no references to devil or the hell because neither exist. Um, I'm going to be doing readings this week and next week from that book. And what I wanted to share with you today is the foreword. Um, and actually, not the foreword. The foreword is written by my celebrity friend, Leon, The Kindness Diaries. But then I wrote, um, I guess what you would call an introduction. And the introduction to this new book, Notes from the Universe, is about how the notes came about. And, and well, this is the deal. This is the story. Now, this is a long-winded story. But long, long ago, I used to have these recurring dreams. And midway through the dream, you know, I would have this dream about once every six months. Midway through the dream, it would dawn on me, I think I'm dreaming. I think I'm dreaming. Somewhere I'm sound asleep in bed, but right now this is a dream. And you know what that means? It means anything can happen. It means I am a magical sorcerer that my thoughts become things spontaneously, that I can make magic happen. Wow! And I'd be looking around feverishly to make sure it was a dream before I embarrassed myself, right? You know? So I would look around and, and the colors would be so vibrant. And a butterfly would cruise on by on a breeze. And I would see the trees. Then the leaves were blowing in the breeze. And the sky was blue. And there's some clouds floating overhead. And I'd be so disappointed because I would think to myself, oh God, this is so real. This is so beautiful. I'm not even thinking about clouds and butterflies and they're showing up. It can't be my dream. And I would drift deeper into sleep. Hours later, my alarm clock would go off and I would wake up and I'd remember and I'd be like, I was dreaming. I woke up inside of a nighttime dream. But it slipped away. It slipped away. Oh. And then six months later, different surroundings, 
me all alone, and I would be thinking, this is a dream. There's a squirrel. There's a dog barking. I have an itch on my head. The sky is blue and the sun is bright and here come some clouds. And I think the same thing. Oh, it can't be a dream. It's so real. Well, I had this recurring dream and this whole thing is recorded in my introduction to my new book, The Complete Notes from the Universe. I'll tell you more about the book in a minute, but see where this is going first, please. Um, this would happen every six months. Sometimes a couple of years would go by. Same exact occurrence. And I would think to myself, why am I having this dream? What is the point of this dream? Every dream has its meaning. What is the meaning of this dream? And then one day, maybe 10 or 15 years into having this dream, you know, every 6 to 12 months, it dawned on me that what was happening in my nighttime dream is a metaphor for what's exactly happening in my life and your life right now. We are waking up and we know that we are of the divine. We know our thoughts become things. We know we are all powerful and we hold on to that. This is not a new concept. We hold on to that. And then the walls close in and somebody calls and yells at us and suddenly we're late for an appointment and we fall deeper into a trance. As soon as I had that realization, those recurring dreams stopped. And I kind of missed them. But they stopped. And I believe it's because I got it. This was showing me that in life, you don't have to even know that you're dreaming to be creating it on the fly. This concept of life is a dream. I mean, it's as old as time, okay? Einstein said, life is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent illusion. And you, you get notes from the universe, no doubt. You've watched What the Bleep Do We Know, The Secret. You get it. You know you're waking up, but then you fall deeper into chance. Well, one of the greatest epiphanies I've had from this experience and analyzing it for the introduction of my book is realizing that you do not have to be fully self-realized, totally walking on water, Christ consciousness ignited, no religious implications. You do not have to be there to live deliberately, create consciously. Your thoughts are already becoming the things and events of your life. Sure, we want to wake up a little more and a little more and a little more. Then we fear less and we love more. We manifest faster, we laugh more, louder. And life gets better the more we can hold on to that realization that we're waking up. Yet, and to do a little reading here, one of the freakiest things I found is that you don't have to be fully self-realized within the dream by consciously knowing you're dreaming to kind of get that you are. To be aware enough to know that your thoughts today will shape your circumstances tomorrow and to start making your dreams come true. So if this is the case, and you know it is, and our march to enlightenment is ultimately taking us to a higher vibration where we will consciously know it, but until then, our thoughts still become things. Then my objective in life, ever since this realization, for many, many decades now, 
has been to further wake up. And in the dark night of my soul, when I was petrified and scared, and I thought my life was ruined by me, on the cusp of turning 40 years old, I searched the internet for inspiration, to be reminded, you're dreaming, Dooley, wake up, Dooley, you can have anything you want, it doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter where you are, your thoughts become things, work the logic and then live on your own terms. You don't have to figure out where you've been, where you are to figure out how things happen in time and space and start making them happen. And so that's what I wanted and nobody in the year 2000, to my knowledge, was sending out metaphysical truths on a daily basis. So I volunteered. I started sending them out as Monday morning motivators. They turned into Tuesday fortunes and Wednesday wonders. And I started quoting other people only to decide, just do your own insights five days a week. And 10 months later, these emails that were designed to help people wake up from the truth as much as myself needing to wake up from wake up to the truth became notes from the universe. And since that time, millions and millions of people have come and gone on the subscriber list. It has been the honor of my life to write notes from the universe significantly because I needed the tune up. But to be able to share them today, we have 900,000 subscribers by year end. We're projecting finally a 1 million active subscribers. Over the years, people come and people go and email addresses change and people say, stop sending me this crap. Ah, that's fine. We'll be happy to stop sending you that crap. Um, but if you added up anybody and everybody who's ever gotten the notes, we'd be talking many, many millions of people. And it is my esteemed honor and privilege to share that the first three books of Notes from the Universe that are now out of print as of this year have been replaced with this Mac Daddy, the complete Notes from the Universe. Now there are more notes unpublished and that'll be volume two, three, four, and five. But this is 600 Notes from the Universe, 50 of which have never been put in book form. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley here for another spiritual tune-up in the two weeks where I'm celebrating the complete notes from the universe. I'm doing a little reading every morning from the universe. This is your second note from the universe if you're already getting them by email or by the app. And I'm going to do a dive into that note to parse it, dissect it. This is not the same note that went out today, by the way. So here we go. Page 352. It's a tome. It's like 600 notes from the universe are in here. Do you know why butterflies flit? Fireflies light. Comets fall. Trees grow. Cats purr and tails wag. Well, I have some hunches. And here's my favorite. Each is an aspect of the one who perceives them. Emissaries of self, disguised by the elements, caught in an act of reflection, noticed in just the right time and at just the right place, 
to remind the dreamer, as if by metaphor, of their own sublime miracle. Kind of like you are to me, the universe. Okay, so it's more than a hunch. Oh my gosh, sometimes these notes light me up. And that one was written, gosh, so many years ago. But I wanted to go into this note. Um, all of these notes from the universe that I've written, over 3,000 in the past 20 years, have much more to them, if I may say so, than meets the eye. And all of them took many, many hours to write. Sometimes the better part of an eight-hour day was to one note from the universe. And sometimes that note never got published because I hated it. So I, I put a lot into it, and I'm going to help you understand some of the different angles within each of these notes that all have relevance to your life, my life, all of our lives right now. Okay, so the first point or lesson built into that note that I just read um, is that life is a dream. It is a dream. Time, space, and matter are illusionary. I said this yesterday. I'm not the first to say it. Reality is not made up of stone and ether and gases. Okay? Reality is the essence of the divine, divine mind, intelligence, from which matter, space, time, etc. springs. Okay, And if it's a dream, that means so much more is possible than as we had heretofore thought, it's rocks and stones and molecules and atoms, the building blocks of, of nature. No, 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 no. It's all divine mind. Second point here. We create all that we see, all that you hear, everything you process that triggers all that your heart knows. You created it. We feel like life is happening to us, but no, we are happening to life 24-7. Yesterday, I talked about my recurring dream and how I would wake up in the dream and then I would fall deep asleep back in the dream and then realize upon morning that I was awake inside my nighttime dream. And it was a metaphor for the dream of life itself. That we are dreaming. You are dreaming right now. You're dreaming of me, sweetheart. I am another part of you. You are another part of me. And anything can happen in a dream. This is the coolest thing. We can start influencing and shaping our good fortunes, wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, health and harmony by creating it here, even though it seems like the world's happening without regard to what's going on here. Everything is happening inside the mind of God, and you are that part of God that's dreaming your life. And if you're creating every fiber, every cell, every butterfly, every wagging tail, and you are, and these things have meaning to you in terms of their beauty, their, their serendipitous nature, their magnificence, their sublime qualities, that is not a coincidence. You don't randomly read a book. You don't randomly watch a video on the internet. You don't randomly do anything. And even though in the nighttime dream, stuff just shows up, just like in the daytime dream, does not mean it is random. So if you see a butterfly flit, if you see a comet fall, if you see a tree grow, these are metaphors for what's happening within you 
reflecting your sublime beauty and you needed that reminder of the magnificence that you are and so you cast it out and saw it as a butterfly. No coincidences. This is happening in the mind of God. The fourth thing I wanted to share that came through in that note, the beauty which is everywhere in this physical garden of Eden, the beauty could only be born of intelligence, could only be born of love. This is your habitat. This is your niche in the physical universe. One of sublime love, intelligence, and therefore manifestations that make you go goo goo gaga, butterflies, dragonflies, comets, whippoorwills, waves, otters, dolphins, seagulls, and a hundred other species? This is the paradise we live in. And when you see the beauty, it's a reflection of what's within. The beauty, the intelligence, and the love that is who you really are. And then you start getting a whiff of the infinite possibilities in your life for creating all things that your heart desires. That's why you're here. That's why you want those things. And the fifth thing that I wanted to share, and this is a ba 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 boom This was the, the kind of final line, almost the final line in what I just read. I mean, this, this deserves a drum roll. This deserves a long pregnant pause. Just as a butterfly flitting is your creation as a metaphor to be reminded of your beauty and your magnificence and your brilliance and your love. So are you that metaphor for the universe, AKA God Almighty. God peers out through the cosmos and sees you, this humble, sweet, benign, benevolent, well-meaning soul who's here to taste the bounty of God's glory. You are God's reminder of how splendid and worthwhile all things are. I'm Mike Dooley and this is a brand new spiritual tune-up where I bring lofty principles down to uh, actionable ideas so that you can have traction towards living the life of your dreams. Here is one of my favorite notes. Let me do a reading. Page 440. Now, each of these notes, as you may realize, um, have a slight, slight sense of humor. Do you know what happens just before something really incredible takes place? Something mind-blowing? Just before a really huge dream comes true? Do you? absolutely nothing. Nothing happens, at least not in the physical world. So if perchance right now in your life, absolutely nothing is happening, consider it a sign. The message here stems from my very first spiritual tune-up back in March. 
stop committing the original sin like Adam and Eve and looking at the world around you, the physical world, which is a mirage of your inner creation, for answers, clues, advice, meaning, love. It's not there. When you look in a mirror in the morning to either shave or put on some eyeliner or just to, just to greet God, and you decide, oh, you know, that you need to pat here and do this and do that. Do you go to your reflection in the mirror? Do you reach out in front of you to, uh, to tweak and shave and crimp? Of course not. You go to the source. If you don't like what you see here, you go here and you shave and primp and pluck and tweeze. And then the reflection is beautiful. The same is true in life. Don't use your physical senses to look at the hologram to decide who you are, whether you're on the right track or not. For confirmation, love, it's not there, never will be. And therefore, when it comes to a really big dream coming true, don't look at the illusions. Go within. Go within. Have faith. Faith in the unseen. You've got a dream. You've defined it in terms of the end result. You're taking action every single day. It has to happen, which leads to my second reading today. Today, you get a two for one, two for the price of one. It's not bad for free, huh? All right, this one is on page 440. Oh, oh no, no, no. This one is on, that was the last one. This, was, this one is on page 151. Same idea, but but a little bit more down to earth, giving you traction. Here's a little inevitability test to check on the progress you're making toward achieving any particular dream. Now that's cool, isn't it? An inevitability test. Is my dream inevitable or not? Here's the test. You're pretty much doing something about it every single day. Yes, visualizing counts. But preparing the way counts twice. And acting as if it's a done deal, seven times. This message, also about dreams coming true, um, stems from what you can be doing here. And that is showing up and taking action. This is a decision here to express in the world as if you know your dream is coming true, either through baby steps or playfully pretending. Once again, taking action saves the day, not so much for the ground your baby step covered. You'd never get anywhere if it was just mortal baby steps. You dream of getting to the top of the mountain, partying with the gods, and you're just taking these little itty bitty steps. Anybody would be psyched out if that's how they saw it. You got to work it here. You take the baby steps. Your inner witness sees, oh my gosh, there's congruence. There's a big dream and Mike is showing up. Go little Mike. And because I'm showing up in the direction of my dreams, I'm rewiring my beliefs. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Your baby steps are almost inconsequential for the physicality of them. But they're enormously powerful because they rewire your brain to a place of expectation that this is going to happen. I'm making it happen. Every day I get closer, every day it gets easier. Just look, I'm showing up in the world. So taking action emboldens your belief that your dream will come true.
And even more magically, taking action makes you a lightning rod for serendipities and so-called coincidences. Just get out there. Don't worry about the path you choose. It's going to be wrong, okay? But because you chose it and you got going, guidance will be forthcoming and you're going to find your way there. So do you see the, the horror and the folly of waiting for the yellow brick road to show up? It's not showing up. It starts out as a dusty dirt path and it's going to be a different road that you arrive on than the road you started out on. The road you start out on isn't important other than you started. And then knowing the nature of reality, that this is how things work, that you don't deviate from the dream in terms of the end result and you keep showing up towards it, it has to happen. You don't look to the physical world, as the first note said, to see evidence of it. It's happening. It never fails to happen. Don't use your physical senses that way. Only use them to plot baby steps and then prepare to be astounded, knowing, knowing that the miracles of progress are invariably invisible until long after they happen. So your path is strewn with miracles today, but because you can't see the, the logistics devised by divine mind, it just looks like it just looks like yesterday looked. But because you're showing up and doing something about your dream every day and you're not passing judgment with your physical senses, it has to happen. Hey, 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 Jumbo fellow adventurers. Oh, we're doing some experimenting here. And so there's a couple of technical glitches, but glad you're on board. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about, let's see here, how to be enlightened. How to be enlightened. All right, so for this reading today, and I'm doing a reading all week long based on this new book, I'm turning to page 236. Would you believe that there are some people who actually think they can change their life through pretending it better. They think they can change their life through pretending it better. Yeah. And we call them masters. In all of you, the universe. Sure beats pretending nothing is happening. Ha! How often do we use our physical senses alone, like I talked about yesterday, and draw the conclusion that nothing's happening, with which only pushes away the manifestation our heart desires? Pretending it better. All right, so this talk reminds me of something else the universe once said. Playing make-believe is the fastest way to believing and believing is the fastest way to receiving that's the point today playing make-believe is the fastest way to believing you all know about the power of beliefs they are almighty because they stimulate our wandering mind and encourage us to think along their lines and those thoughts become things or our beliefs shut it down and if you're believing that nothing's happening it shuts stuff down. You don't have anticipation. You're not looking forward to tomorrow. It's like, look, same old, same old, still coronavirus. What happened to me? You know, what are we going through? Are we being punished? 
all those thoughts block out. It's working. It's happening. I love my life. Here's a little exercise for you right now. Think of something you'd really love to manifest or enjoy in your life. Romance, money, clarity, creativity, fulfillment at work or play. Think of those things. And I want you to imagine just very, very quickly the incredibly full, rich life that you would then leave, live, lead. Imagine the incredibly full, rich life you would lead once that huge dream of yours came true. And it could be a dream that includes wealth, abundance, friends, and laughter, okay? And I want you to imagine metaphorically that this dream life of yours is like this incredible mansion upon a hill. Okay, that mansion, that home upon a hill that's so beautiful is a metaphor for you living the life of your wildest rocking dreams. Now, this is not about a mansion. This is not about materiality. I'm going somewhere with this. Really easy, but very important. You imagine the life of your wildest dreams with that big thing accomplished that you now dream of. Imagine that being all inside of this mansion on a hill. And I want you right now, just in five seconds, to whisk through the big double front doors, the big marble foyer, perhaps the rounding mirrored staircases, twin staircases up to the second floor in an atrium that's maybe 35 feet tall, marble staircases. I want you to go up those staircases. Now you're on the second floor and I want you to gaze at the world around you through all of the windows in this mansion of your wildest dreams. It's not about the house. It's about you now occupying that space where all of your wildest dreams have come true. And now, from this moment forward, even after this video, I want you to gaze through the windows of that mansion out at the world. This can be through your own eyes right now, through the windows in your own physical home right now. And I want you forevermore to predicate your every thought, all of the words you speak, and the actions and decisions you make based on that worldview. Your dreams already come true. You're already in love. You're already healed, mobile, function, telephones blowing up, friends galore, places to go, things to do. Your life is a magical parade. Everything is clicking. It's a symphony. You have learned how to surrender to the magic. You hold on to the good thoughts, even though sometimes you're being invited to worry about this, that, or the other. Oh, your positive thoughts are a thousand times, 10,000 times more powerful than all those distractions. Don't worry that you worry, okay? Just do your best to get back on track. And I want you to base your behavior, predicate your behavior, your words, your actions, based on that view. In other words, I want you to pretend to make believe that you're already there. Now decide what you're going to eat for breakfast. Now decide what you're going to wear to the store. Now decide who you're going to call or not call. Now go be that person. Pretend you're that person because you are that person. It's all make-believe. This whole world, it's all make-believe. So what are you making believe 
that's not pleasant and thereby perpetuating in your life. Change the image. Easier said than done, but it's still easy. Don't argue for your limitations. This whole world inside the jungles of time and space is all your imagination. That's it. The lions and tigers and bears, they're make-believe. And you can say adios to them, or you can turn them into furry fur babies that you love and adore and who lick your face and wag their tails. It's all make-believe. Let me read this note again. Would you believe there are people who actually think they can change their life through pretending it better? Pretending it better. Yep, and we call them masters. Hold the vision here. Deny what your physical senses are showing you within the realm of safety and morality. Okay, play the game, both ends to the middle, but honor this vision or the view you now see from your actual eyes through the windows in your actual home as if your dreams had already come true and be that person with every thought, word, decision, pair of flip-flops, ding-dongs or hotos you eat for a snack, be that person. Jumbo fellow adventurers, greetings from Orlando, Florida. Happy Friday. Got my Friday shirt on. It's going to be the best Friday of my life so far, and I hope it will be the same for you. This week and next week, we're celebrating the release of my newest book, The Complete Notes from the Universe. And I'm doing a reading every single morning from a note from the universe I wrote many moons ago. This is the largest book ever released, containing almost six, over 600 notes from the universe. Little bits of advice, most of you probably already get them, sometimes with a tad of humor, um, to help give you traction in rocking your life. So today's a fun one. I'm picking my absolute favorites to read to you. So the reading shall now begin. Good morning, everybody. And on Friday, the universe said, Yo ho ho, it's time to have fun. Whereupon, it invented imagination. And there was a huge gasp among the angels, for it was clear that the reins of power in time and space had been passed to those so blessed and that they would be left to discover this for themselves. That's scary and how appropriate for Halloween only a month away. And it was good. Happy anniversary, the universe. P.S. And as the angels quickly gathered, there in line stood you. Ho, ho, ho. You get the vibe. Do you understand what's going on? Never have I written a note from the universe that wasn't objective and absolute. You know, life is not wishy-washy, kind of, sort of, maybe. It is not fair to say everyone has their own truth. No, 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 no. There is a truth in every regard. Everyone has their own path to truth, okay? And all paths must be honored and respected. We're all doing the best we can. But to think truths 
come in a variety of shades and flavors and colors, you go, there goes your power right out the window. So let's look and drill down at this note from the universe where suddenly imagination was bestowed on us and the angels gasped. Why would that be? Because the reins of power had been passed from divine intelligence to divine intelligence, except your brand of it. You are the eyes and the ears of God Almighty. You have the ability to move mountains, to part seas, to make your dreams come true, whatever your heart desires, because you're a mini-me of divine intelligence, except you have all those qualities and capabilities that are innately endowed in any being of light. Your thoughts unfailingly become the things and events of your life. Life has never happened to you. You have nonstop been happening to life. And this is the best news ever if you've got a dream, a wish, a desire, a fear. Because you can blast through fears. You can scale mountains. You can live in the light and be in joy for the rest of your days and into eternity. In fact, we all go there anyway. But right now, as the latter part of this note from the universe said, we are left to figure out this power shift to ourselves. It's not like when you're born, your parents, guardians, and loved ones all said, okay, you've just inherited the kingdom of time and space. You now can have whatever your heart desires. If you just take these steps, push these buttons, pull these levers, it'll all be so easy. No, we were born in the dark by parents in the dark, blind, literally leading the blind. That's part of the adventure. That's so cool. We came from having everything always at once. You think it, you got it, so what? You think it, you got it, so what? What if we could fleetingly forget that we're everywhere always at once? What if we could fleetingly forget that we are one with all that we perceive? What if we could fleetingly forget that that what our eyes shows us is actually what our eyes are projecting? And if you don't like what you're projecting, project something new. Yep, there's this goop, this momentum in time and space, which means it might not be spontaneous. That's the hook. This is the ultimate hook spoken of in every holy book that you need to live to the vision, honor the vision and the ideals inside in spite of appearances to the contrary. Die to the world of illusions, not physically. Die to letting them rock you and start rocking them by going within and changing pictures in your mind of that which you don't like so that eventually in the illusions, they catch up and begin mirroring what you are holding on to here, even though in the beginning when you were holding it on to here, it didn't show up out there in the world around you. This is the hook, and it is truly, literally the Holy Grail. Search of the Holy Grail. In my interpretation of that, there ain't no grail. There ain't no physical thing. The ultimate search is one of truth, which leads you, since truth is absolute, not wishy-washy, not one thing to the other to the other, different for everybody. The ultimate truth is you are a divine, nonstop creator already sitting on your th throne, already inherited the kingdom and queendom of it all. But you got to figure it out for yourself. 
Game on, let me play. Doesn't get better than this, right? It doesn't get better. I know you got your lions and tigers and bears. Me too. But I'm learning how to tame those little fur babies. They're becoming my little best friends. I talk to them and they talk to me and they purr and wag their tails. It's like, you know, I'm making light of it. I got to deal with that stuff. You got to deal with that stuff. Go within, find the truth, leverage it up. You're almighty. You're flipping almighty. Happy anniversary. It's Friday. And it was on a Friday that these powers were bestowed upon you. Well, there you have it. One more week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you just saw or heard, please share with a friend. Uh, thumbs up, like, follow, whatever may be the case on the platform you're now experiencing this. If you want more inspiration every single day, I send out a note from the universe. Right now it's going out to a million people. We'd love to add you to that list. Enjoy. Thoughts become things. See you next time.